Welcome back to Young and Getting Wiser. I'm your host, Caitlin, and thanks so much for tuning in for another episode. Today, we're actually back with another solo episode. When this comes out, I will be on vacation, so trying to record ahead of time here, but I want to keep up with that Thursday upload date. If you haven't noticed, Thursdays are for Young and Getting Wiser, okay? So we're going to keep that up, and we're having a great time. Today's episode is all about, drumroll please social life so everyone is projecting we're doing the like you mindset we're doing social comparison relationship building we're doing all things people and people and people and people and talking to people and social and everything so i'm hoping everyone can relate to this one this one's a pretty general universal one and it's also one that i think there needs to be more conversation around because We don't always hear conversation around this kind of stuff. It seems like a very fragile topic for a lot of people, so that's why I'm really excited to get into that and kind of explore it a little bit. But before we get into the main event, I did want to catch up a little bit as we do in the beginning of our episodes now. So instead of doing wins and L's, which I I hated saying that, that was terrible, we're going to say rose, bud, and thorn of the week. I love a good conversation where we're talking about rose, bud, and thorn. If you're ever in a social situation and you just like need something to talk about, it's such a classic go-to. It's, it's pretty corny, but it'll get the people talking. So just keep that in the back pocket for later. I'm going to do it on here because I love to do it personally. So my rose of the past week or so um let's see okay i'm gonna say two smaller ones so i made the best pasta i've ever made before and it's gluten-free of course i'm a gluten-free girl but it's a fettuccine with shrimp and then lemon and ricotta and tomato and it's all that stuff together obviously garlic too but it was so good it was so easy to make too and it was just such a great recipe that i kind of I winged it and I was proud of myself for winging the recipe because sometimes I like to follow one, sometimes I like to not. I'm really getting into more experimental cooking lately and I'm excited for that because I feel like cooking is such a fun skill to keep learning. I by no means am really good at cooking, I just am learning and I love trying new things, but I'm not half bad. So it was really yummy, looked really pretty, really, really proud of that one. And the second one is kind of pretty small but I got a new book called The Humans and it's by the author Matt Haig. It's super easy read by the way so like casual easy read. It's an alien that visits earth acts like a human and they kind of are explaining humanity from the alien's lens and acting like a human and it's just really interesting to see that outer perspective from a third party non-human character. If you know me you know I love that shit so (laughs) it's been a fun read. I recommend it. As for Thorn, it was way too hot last week. That's like the only thing. Way too hot, way too sweaty. I'm going to keep it at that. No more needs to be said on that. Last but not least, I'm looking forward to going to the beach and kind of getting the summer glow back. I was on a roll in May. After coming back from Hawaii, I had best summer glow. Looked so good, so tan, (laughs) so healthy, so sun-kissed. I lost it. I don't know why I think a tan is supposed to stick with you for like months i always think this and it it goes away after two weeks just naturally that's your body's like skin cycle or whatever but looking forward to getting that back a little bit that's all that's new with me let's talk about people and other people and not me so to start i want you to think about someone you don't like or yeah just someone you don't like think about the reasons why you don't like them really quickly it'll be a brief little 
thought of them and then you can get them out of your head. Then think about how that applies to you. So say you don't like someone because they're loud. That's something that you don't like in yourself. And that's the biggest fucking pill to swallow. I forget if someone told me this, if I learned it somewhere, like a book or a pocket, I don't know. Wherever I heard this, when I realized that and really, really digested it, really sat on it for a little bit, do some self-evaluation, look at past relationships, friendships, whatever, like think about it and then apply that and be like, hmm, I guess that's true. And I think when you go in with this mindset, you think about that person you don't like or whatever, and then you're like, oh, it's, it's not actually them. It's just something I'm insecure about in myself. It helps you honestly forgive that other person a little bit for just being who they are and it shines a light back onto you. So we started this conversation off with a bang and I think it's really necessary because the weight that this stuff holds is actually insane. And this script can totally be flipped for people you like as well. If you think about someone you admire or a friend that you're like, oh, they're just so inspiring and I just love what they have going for them and whatever, whatever. Or someone you don't know who you're like, wow, this person's really cool and you subconsciously put them on a pedestal. More times than not, it's because they hold qualities that you aspire to have or that you want to have. So kind of taking that in, in perspective with the thing that you don't like and kind of seeing the contrast between the two really eye-opening once you if you are ready to dive into that because that's also something you kind of got to be ready for when you're in this self-exploration journey especially when it comes to social relationships in your 20s or whatever period of growth you're in one of the biggest life-changing concepts that I've learned over time is that most people if not everyone, is projecting. And this can go from someone who has road rage on you. Let's use that as an example. It's very minuscule. It happens to like everyone. So say you're driving and someone gets really pissed off at you and they're like screaming at you through their window, whatever. And you're like, what? Like, I'm just driving, whatever. Or or maybe that's you screaming at someone else. Um, guilty of road rage sometimes, not all the time. But the thing is, the point is, that rage in that person or you, whoever has that rage, that comes from them and that it's never something to take personal because everyone's always projecting. More times than not, when someone's angry at you or you're getting yelled at or scolded or just someone's like taking it out on you and you're like, what? Where is this coming from? It's it's not you. Like it's stuff that they have built up. I think a lot of those negative emotions can come out as projection as well. Like jealousy is a very easy one. Everyone that you see is a reflection of you and that's definitely a deeper meaning to all of this so it's like someone's holding up a mirror when you look at another person because your interactions with this person reflects back your inner <laughs> inner subconscious thoughts and I'm laughing because this is a very deeper way of thinking about this and the whole everyone's projecting concept this doesn't mean that you're never at fault because that person's just projecting and it's definitely not a reason to ever gaslight people. Basically, it's not a pass to not accept responsibility when you actually did do something. So just obviously be aware when you did. Instead, it's kind of more of a perspective to view your encounters with others from. Nothing is ever personal because every interaction that you have is based on that other person's mirror that they see when they are talking to you, if that makes sense. I know it can feel confusing at first, 
but maybe take a second to like digest this whole concept. Hopefully you're still sticking with me. We got some lighter subjects ahead. A lot of what I'm saying I got from the book The Four Agreements. That book seriously changed my life and my perspective on the world. And if you are following spirituality or not, it's in a lot of spiritual practices and things like that as well, where it's like everyone is kind of sees things in the way that their mental or subconscious has programmed them to see things. So when someone's acting negatively towards you, it's usually just the way they are seeing things in their world, in their mind. And it's not you. I feel like another example that many people could probably resonate with is we all had that teacher in grade school or elementary school, middle school, whatever, that you thought didn't like you. Maybe you felt like he or she was mean to you and it just wasn't a good teacher-student relationship. I know I had that in like preschool. I don't know. The point is like they could have not liked you. Like they could have found you like an annoying little kid. Yeah, true. But tying back to what I said earlier, them finding you annoying or maybe they find you needy as a child, you know? them not liking that neediness that's something deep inside of them and that's the reason they didn't appreciate the neediness or that's the reason they labeled that as needy maybe they have some relationship issues where they feel really needy in their relationship like you never know you'll never know and you never know once you kind of realize this whether you didn't have that situation with a teacher never been yelled out on the road you've had an interaction with someone where they have projected with you i like i'm gonna stand by that guarantee it i know i project all the time i'm human i project on people i've recognized people in my relationships family friends projecting it's it's a very human nature thing to do and it's not inherently bad either when you're using that as a as a force on people to create negative situations either you're aware of it or not aware of it it turns out bad and it it doesn't work long term for your happiness their happiness anyone's happiness so just i think being self-aware enough to kind of just evaluate oh was that projection maybe it was maybe this person isn't actually annoying i'm just really hungry and starving and i'm projecting my annoyance at myself for being hangry onto them guilty as charged on that one so i'm gonna turn gears a little bit remember when we talked about everyone being a mirror to you and you get reflected back your inner thoughts and stuff like that when you're interacting with someone so with that being said I want to talk about the they like you mindset. This is going to change your game with social interactions. If you are someone who maybe struggles with social anxiety or any level of that, maybe you just don't want to walk into this party because you don't know anyone or whatever it is. Maybe you're going into a big job interview. I think that this is going to help you so much. It's helped me so much. It may not be the 100% truest thing ever, but the whole point of it is it's an illusion you're telling yourself. So, Hang on to your seats, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to teach you how to be delusional for a positive cause. (laughs) We've all been in a situation where maybe you're the odd one out. Maybe you don't know everyone in a group dynamic that you're going to. Maybe you're meeting your boyfriend or girlfriend's family for the first time. Maybe you're hanging out with this new friend group who you don't really know, but they've known each other forever. And you're like, okay, hopefully they like me. I don't know if they're going to like me. This might be a little awkward. Whatever. Let's see how it goes. You talk to the people, you're kind of apprehensive, you're kind of like, ooh, I don't know if this is going good, I don't know if they like me, and at the end of the night, you're like, damn it, that definitely was awkward, and like, I could just sense the vibes that they weren't really fucking with me, and it wasn't cool, it wasn't fun. From here on out, I need you to get that out of your head going into situations where you think people won't like you, because 
think about situations you've been in like this and then reflect on how that's affected your vibe towards them. When you're talking to someone and you are already assuming that that other person doesn't like you or doesn't find you funny or nice or whatever it is, and you're kind of holding back, you're a little shy, maybe you're insecure about certain things in the conversation, that shows. And it's kind of like a dang moment when you realize it shows and you're like "Ooh, yeah it totally does show think about when you're meeting someone and you're confident that they like you and you're like this person and i are definitely gonna hit it off heard good things they've definitely heard good things about me too you're automatically going to that encounter way more confident way more positive it shows in your energy and regardless of which end of the spectrum you're on when you're meeting this person or talking to these people it reflects on you whether we like it or not it does So this whole they like you mindset, it's going into situations like this where maybe you're the odd one out, maybe you're meeting people for the first time, maybe you're networking in a career and you're like, I'm going to assume that these people like me when I'm interacting with them. The truth is we have no idea if they actually like us. We don't know if they're enjoying the conversation, but that's none of our damn business. (laughs) And I'll say it again, that is none of our business because we are in our most authentic self era. We're in our being ourselves era. We're in our, we're not caring what people think anymore era because that takes too much time to live your life caring about people's opinions of you. And that's a whole nother rant. (laughs) I feel like I always get into like whole other rants, but essentially I think it all comes down to like your self-confidence when you're interacting with people. And that's probably a very obvious point I'm making here, but you're automatically going to go into a situation more confident when you have this mindset or when you're approaching this person with more confirmation maybe that your likeliness is going to be reciprocated. And at the end of the day, all humans, no matter who you are, no matter how tough guy you are, no matter how sensitive, like whoever you are, everyone wants to be accepted and liked. That's the most vulnerable thing about being human remember learning about that hierarchy of needs in that college psychology class yeah that's belonging and belonging comes from that acceptance not liking and everything and it's actually pretty useful you can like apply this concept to so many different things in life and it'll help you a lot thinking about people that you may put on pedestals like the kardashians will say everyone thinks they're like these socialite elites which they totally are oh my god but (laughs) the end of the day Kim, Kim just wants to be liked, you know, she just wants to be accepted, she wants to feel belonging. When she's tucked in her bed at night, she wants to feel like she belongs to something, and that's what makes her heart happy, because she's human, like all of us. So we are Kim Kardashian, is what I'm trying to say. I recently started trying this out in my own social situations, and I noticed the difference not only with the other person, but I think most importantly in how I viewed myself in that situation. And I kind of want to stress that it doesn't really matter if you want them to like you or they don't like you or they do like you. That's kind of like secondhand. I think the primary thing that should be highlighted here is like you're going to feel better about yourself in that social situation or in that interaction or whatever it is. And that always feels good. That always feels more relaxing to know about yourself and comforting and just like, okay, I got you. You got you kind of thing. In our 20s, we are very much expected to know more than I think we actually know or be more confident in ourselves than we may feel. A lot of that obviously comes from social comparison, whether you're early 20s comparing yourself to people who are in later 20s and have so many years of experience on you and it feels like you should be where they're at or vice versa or maybe you're later 20s and you're comparing yourself to people in their 30s 
your peers who maybe have a whole different life that they are holding and the way that they're maneuvering their life is completely different than yours. So much behind the scenes is going on, but it's still so much pressure to socially compare you to another person, regardless of who you are once again. Social comparison is so detrimental to everyone's being, to everyone's happiness, and I feel like it's almost inescapable in this online era that we all live in. <laughs> I sound like an old person, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, there's always constant reminders of what we feel like we may not be doing or what we should be doing. And I think a big, big one for me in college, this one was huge. And I have friends that agree with this too. LinkedIn. Don't get me wrong, LinkedIn has so many perks and benefits. I think it probably got me my job now. It helps you make those network connections. Everyone should have a good LinkedIn page. However, when you are in college or out of college getting a job or way out of college looking for a new job, I find it so kind of surface level on LinkedIn nowadays where it's like everyone's just boasting about their new job and I do it too like I'm like I'm so happy to have accepted this new position at but it's like I I do it because everyone else does it and it seems like it's the thing to do now and I feel like for someone who may be coming from a point where it's like they have been looking for a job for a long time or haven't had any luck it's so much pressure and you feel automatically obliged to compare yourself to these other people on LinkedIn and their career accomplishments call it motivation if you get motivated by that stuff call it social bragging call it social comparison online whatever you want to call it i think it's something that does have more of a negative effect than we actually see or talk about and don't get me wrong i love celebrating a win i think wins should always be celebrated small ones big ones i'm just stating kind of how it feels from a zoomed out lens like when all that's amplified is the win i don't know I don't know. Just my opinion. And of course, Instagram. Instagram's an obvious one. Everyone knows Instagram is just immediate feel like shit about yourself when you're following the wrong people or have the wrong feed. So don't even have to bring that up. We all know that. It's always nice to have these gentle reminders, whatever kind of works for you. For me, I have a Pinterest board. It's literally called gentle reminders and it's a bunch of corny little quotes that remind you it's okay. It's like the stuff where it's like, it's okay not to be okay. (laughs) Sometimes you just need that. But it'll be something like talking about avoiding self-comparison. I saw something recently. What was it? Oh, it was flowers are beautiful, but so are sunsets. And they don't look the same. Whether your thing's about looks, whether it's about ability, accomplishment, there's so many different things that we all socially compare ourselves with other people. A very interesting thing too is that everyone's comparison list is totally different. So like you could have a friend who is comparing herself in so many different ways that you haven't even opened up for yourself. You're busy with these things where you're like, I'm so annoyed that I don't have this or that I don't look like this. And then your friend's probably like way in a whole nother comparison land. My point is, I don't know. I'm just kind of ranting with you as the audience member where it's like these things are so natural to feel and it's almost inevitable. And I hope this is resonating with people where it's like this feels like a relatable thing that we all collectively experience. But now that we got the rant out of the way, we're ending on a positive note on our last couple of topics that's why it's so important to accept what you have love yours love your life accept yourself fully completely 
be yourself, all of these little things that are told to us since we were children, there's a lot of truth in them. And it's a really hard thing to do, especially in an age where we're also trying to find ourselves. We don't know who the hell we are. We're trying to figure out what fits the most. Even just the simple notion of accepting that you're figuring it out, even that makes a huge difference. The more acceptance and self-love you can give yourself, the less hurtful that self-comparison is going to feel. It's really hard to just be like, stop self-comparing. Just stop. Because it's like so much easier said than done. Everyone knows that no matter what age you are. And multiply that by 10 for all the women out there. So I'm just sharing the thing that's helped for me is accepting and acceptance and just, I mean, as I said in another episode, it all works out, but in different terms, it is what it is and it's beautiful that way, you know? I see it becoming more of a relevant conversation and I hope that bringing this conversation on here helps it become more talked about and it maybe inspires other people to talk to more people about this. But just these raw things that we are all feeling at some point and in these times where we're growing up, figuring out stuff, it's like, why not talk about it? It helps everyone else feel better. And I think there are a lot of people who have been using their platform. I I definitely follow a few body positive influencers, for example, on Instagram. And seeing that stuff is so, it's so comforting and it's so positive. So if nothing else, I hope this is comforting to know that it's so it's so real it's so real it kind of makes me sad to think about the generations before us where they weren't as enabled to talk about this kind of thing and I and obviously I don't know like I could totally be wrong about this I know for men and women for example there was a big difference especially back then of who was allowed to express what kind of emotion or when it comes to self-comparison or social comparison like where that was inappropriate to bring up in a conversation with someone because you don't want to ruin your reputation think about our grandparents age and kind of how they are still very much in what they know which is not really showing the weakness or the vulnerability a lot of them at least it's just interesting to think about you know that this is such a accessible conversation now but on that note literally do what the fuck you want (laughs) like chill with the comparison everyone has their own timing everyone has their own timing say it with me everyone has their own timing so if your timing isn't matching up with your peers it's okay you're on your own timing girl or boy you're on your own timing I hope through the depth of this conversation, you were able to gain some insight about how everyone is projecting, everyone's a mirror, what you don't like and what you like is a reflection of you, Um, they like you all the time mindset, and social comparison is real. Damn, we covered a lot of bases today. Definitely a lot to think about, but also hopefully these tools can help you in your interactions maybe and help you know that it'll all be chill. Like, you'll talk to someone, you'll kill it. You're going to kill that social interaction. And you're going to thrive in your relationships now. Now that you see that yourself, you're probably projecting a lot of stuff on other people. And they're probably projecting on you. Lots to think about today, leaving this podcast episode. But if nothing else, I hope this was some entertainment for your afternoon, evening, morning, night, wherever you are at listening to this episode. Thank you so, so, so much for listening today. I really liked recording this one. This isn't even where I was going to take this episode, honestly. I was going to do a whole another range of topics, but I'm really glad it turned out the way it did because 
I'm telling myself this was the stuff that was meant to come out, you know? So thanks so much for tuning into another solo episode. We'll definitely have a guest on here sometime soon, but you can follow the Instagram for all the updates on that at young and getting wiser. And also follow me on threads. Not really sure how to work that app, but still definitely trying to grow it. That is it from me. Thanks so much again. This was Caitlin, your host on Young and Getting Wiser. See you next Thursday.